You're listening to the official Ankeny Community School District podcast, We Are Ankeny, where we're sparking conversations about all things Ankeny schools. Hey, Ankeny community, thanks for joining me today. I'm Dr. Eric Pruitt, superintendent of Ankeny Schools, and let's talk about post-secondary planning. Uh, with me today is Rob Denson, president of Des Moines Area Community College. Rob Denson was appointed the fourth president of Des Moines Area Community College in November 2003 and has served as president for nearly 20 years. Fun fact, Rob is the first native-born Iowan to be president of DMACC. In addition to his DMACC position, he serves on the Governor's STEM Advisory Council and Executive Committee, the National STEM Connector Innovation Task Force, and the Food and Ag Council, and the National Leadership Council of Opportunity Nation. He also chairs the National STEM Connector Higher Education Council and serves on the boards of Iowa Student Loan uh, Liquidity, the Iowa Ag Literacy Foundation, the Ag, um, Agri uh, Business Association of Iowa, and the Iowa Direct Caregivers Association, the Iowa Rural De uh, Development Council, the Greater Des Moines Partnership, the Iowa Innovation Council, and the Iowa Economic Development Authority. So, Rob, I don't think you have enough jobs. <laughs> well, my day job keeps me busy, too. So. <laughs> but, but welcome. And so, Rob, um, uh, let's get started talking about post-secondary planning um, and DMACC. And so, um, in, in 30 seconds or less, <laughs> what does DMACC offer our community? Well, DMACC offers either direct training to go into the workforce or two plus twos or preparation for students to transfer on to another college or university. Uh, 230 programs. We serve 36,000 credit students, 22,000 non-credit students a year. Uh, and we're the largest community college district in Iowa out of the 15. So we really serve a great role with communities and businesses and schools. Now that, that's, you know, when I, when I first came here and, and learned about DMACC and um, our proximity to the campus. I was just really excited to one um, get to meet you and then learn about all the different opportunities um, our students and our students' parents have uh, to to gain um, experience and education uh, to um, give back to our community. So uh, th th this is really uh, an important partnership. And speaking of our partnership, um, the, the Ankeny Community School District and uh, DMAC have a, a, a long history. Um, with regards to how we partner together. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about this partnership um, and um, what um, that's encompassed over the past several years? Absolutely. Uh, we work with all 54 school districts within our district, but uh, Ankeny Schools is clearly our premier partner. Uh, last year alone, we served 1,934 Ankeny high school students in one of the two high schools who drew down and participated in over 18,000 college credits. Ankeny Schools has 49 of your faculty who are certified to teach DMACC classes, which is an amazing number. So in one year alone, Ankeny High School students saved $3.1 million wow. in tuition uh, because of the concurrent enrollment program we've got between us. So students, uh, we've got online offerings, we've got face-to-face -face offerings in the school, or we have many students that come to our Ankeny campus, which is close by, to take one of our academies in auto tech, welding, et cetera. Man, $3.1 million. And saved. So, <laughs> saved. And so and I think that's really important for um, our, our, our parents out there who are listening um, as, as far as when they're thinking about 
um, the types of courses uh, their children uh, take in high school. And so, you know, um, we do a really good job in our district with regards to offering um, AP courses, um, dual enrollment courses. Um, and then you know, we, we've had uh, in the 2019-20 school year more than um, 12,000 credits earned mm -hmm. by our students here in Ankeny. And so the, the cost savings, and I, I'd like you to talk more about cost savings for our families and the number of kids that um, are able to earn an associate's degree while they're attending um, uh, the Ankeny School District and uh, DMAC. And so can, can you tell our parents and our listeners more about why um, that, uh, that, that may be uh, um, an area that they want to explore with, with their children? Well, absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I always say I think kids are brighter than at least I was when I was their age. Uh, they're advancing quickly. They're technologically uh, very advanced. Uh, and really, parents need to begin to work with their children at all ages, but clearly in the middle school and in entering high school to make sure they take the kind of courses that really prepare them to begin to take college work while they're juniors and seniors. The Iowa legislature and the governor for years, I mean, several legislators and many governors have supported uh, the supplemental funding. So the state will actually provide funding for the, for the high schools to offer concurrent enrollment programming through the community colleges. It's very widely done throughout the state of Iowa. Uh, and Iowa's been a leader nationally in doing this. And, and every year we'll have about 72 high school students throughout our district that will actually complete their two-year degree at DMACC the same week they graduate from high school. Wow. So they will go on to Iowa State, Grinnell, Harvard, whatever, uh, generally as juniors, saving two years. So it is an amazing uh, thing. And it's, it's good for the kids, too, because these, it challenges these students in those junior senior years. So as I tell everyone, you know, make sure you take your math and you know, all your basic courses and take them seriously, 7th, uh, 8th, ninth, 10th grades, and then prepare yourself to really be challenged at a college level as juniors and seniors. And again, it's millions of dollars that families can save. And with the cost of education right now, and particularly if you're a family that might have to take out loans for college education, uh, don't do that without having aggressively pursued concurrent enrollment while you're in K-12. And so I, I know a, a question that some of our, our, our listeners may have is, you know, if I um, plan on my child attending an in-state institution, will the credits that they earn uh, at DMAC be accepted? Well, yes. The answer is yes. We have great articulation. All the colleges and universities, public or private, in the state of Iowa love DMAC classes and DMAC transfer students. Uh, we work with them all the time. It, but it's very important that if, if a student knows they want to go to Iowa State, they come to DMAC for the first two years, uh, we will connect them with an Iowa State advisor to make sure that everybody knows from day one that all these classes will transfer. Uh, I mean, there, there are some vocational classes that may not transfer to Iowa State. Uh, they're still probably good for you to take them if, if you're interested in that area. But it's important to, to uh, deal with all that up front right. uh, so that we get an Iowa State advisor, a DMAC advisor, and the student and parents at the same table to, to plan their two- or four-year degree. What, what I've appreciated about learning um, about DMAC is not only are you, um, are you as president um, encouraging post-secondary planning um, around um, getting kids to four-year institutions, there's also a component of building up 
skill trades. And you've talked yeah. extensively with me about Future Ready Iowa and how um, that partnership with our governor and the state has really impacted um, how you're pushing out um, opportunities for our kids to explore skilled trades. And so I know you can't cover everything that you offer, but what are some of the new things that um, have come to the uh, the college uh, with regards to skilled trades for, for our kids? Well, more than 60% of the jobs in Iowa require no more than a one or two year degree offered by DMAC or another community college. Uh, the state of Iowa has identified the 50 or 60 highest demand jobs in, in Iowa and created Future Ready Iowa Last Dollar Scholarships so that before a student or a family has to take out a loan in these 50 or 60 different program areas, the state will step in and pay tuition. Mm -hmm. In the last two years, we've had 2,886 DMACC students draw down over $7.2 million in state funding. Uh, and again, student debt is a real deal. Absolutely. Uh, so we, and the, all these jobs right now, there's never been a time to get prepared for a new skill and a skilled job because we've got great companies in Iowa paying as much as they've ever paid, and they have a large number of positions that are now open. So there was talk a few years ago about taking a gap year. You should not take a gap year. You should double down on training uh, because you need to strike while the iron is hot. The jobs are there right now. So if you come to DMAC, we'll help you get into one of these high-demand careers, and then you're going to have a great job paying a great wage with benefits within a couple years. Right. So I, I don't want to overshadow what you just said. You talked about last dollar scholar. And so if I'm a parent or a student listening uh, right now, how do I find out more information about Last Dollar Scholar? Go to the DMAC website, and in the search line, just type in Last Dollar Scholarship. It will identify all the, uh, the demand area, high demand areas that the state has authorized DMAC to offer in that area. And, uh, and then if you have a question, call one of our advisors, and, and we will lead you through the process. Absolutely. That's great to hear. And then, um, again, uh, this partnership between our district and DMAC is just really vital, especially in, in light of um, we're about to um, um, bring forth our strategic plan to our board, which we, you were part of, our core team. Thank you very much. And so when we think about post-secondary planning, again, um, the way we're looking at it through our strategic plan is is that it's just not four-year college. It's just not going to DMAC. It's just not um, going into the workforce or the military. It, it encompasses all types of post-secondary um, post-secondary readiness. And so when you think about post-secondary planning um, for our parents and the students out there, you know, what should our parents that have um, their students in sixth grade or just starting off high school in their freshman year what the, what should they be talking to their children about with regards to, you know, six, four years um, away from graduation? Well, number one, parents should be aware of what kinds of companies are available in central Iowa and give their students the opportunity to tour uh, an Acumold or a John Deere. Uh, so, so the students really know what goes on behind many of these walls as we drive by these buildings, and it really is rocket science. It's very high-tech, it's very clean, and it's very exciting. Second, talk to your children about the money, uh, because that is all, always where it kind of hangs up. I mean, it, education is not cheap, but it can be planned for. I mean, before you take out any loans, you know, look at your community college for the first two years. You know, again, whether you want to go right to the workforce or you want to uh, go to a four-year institution, 
you know, many students come to us, they get their two-year degree at a very, very uh, low rate, then they transfer on to Iowa State or wherever, and when they graduate from Iowa State, they're Iowa State graduates or UNI graduates. They don't often talk about where they started, which is fine, but the, the issue is they've reduced their debt load significantly. DMAC has the lowest tuition and fees of any college and university in the state. Mm. We're by far the largest. Right. And so we've got an economy of scale. But, but we understand the fact that you know, we have high-quality faculty, great staff support and at the lowest possible cost, and then right into a job. Right. So it, now is the time to spend a couple years with us and then go forward. So you, you mentioned in, in, in the answer you just gave um, – how our, our parents and students should be visiting the companies that are in our own backyard. And you mentioned Acumode. So you and I had the opportunity to visit Acumode together a few weeks ago. And w- what intrigued me was part of the, the that, that um, tour is they talked about uh, the scholarship that Acumode has with DMAC. Can you talk about that scholarship? Yeah, we work with companies all throughout the district, and Acumode was our first and is probably our most successful uh, they will actually help us identify tool and die and robotics students. Uh, they'll, they'll hire them part-time, so these students will work part-time for Acumold during the week and then come to DMAC the rest of the week. Acumold will pay for their technical courses at DMAC and buy their tools. Uh, and, and Acumold is able to put them in their, their workforce pipeline mm. because and these students don't leave. I mean, once a, a student gets to understand the culture of a company and they like them both ways, the company right. likes the student, the student likes the company, they're not going to go anywhere. They're going to stay and they're going to be very successful. And a high percentage of the employees at Acumold came through DMAC, and Acumold also uses a lot of these part-time students to help with overnight or weekend shifts, which is good because right. that's when the students wouldn't be in class. Shazam is another great example. Shazam hires our second-term freshmen, gives them paid year-round internships part-time. Before the pandemic, they were paying $21 an hour, which is just crazy high, and I'm sure it's higher now. Uh, There are 250 uh, uh, IT people in the Shazam office in West Des Moines. 144 came through DMAC. Our 144 are averaging over $90,000 apiece with a two-year degree. Uh, And then Shazam will pay for... Uh, them to go on and get their four-year degree if they want. We just uh, were the first education partner accepted by Amazon. Amazon will now provide free college to any of their associates who've been with Amazon over 90 days. I was just out at uh, Amazon two evenings last week meeting with their employees. These are great companies that are providing great benefits, so take advantage of the opportunities that are paid for. And they're, and they're right in our backyard. That's what's great about it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you will learn, and, and, and we already know that the harder you work, the luckier you're going to be and the more opportunities you're going to have. And as I tell all of our graduates, whether you're in the classroom or you're, or you're on the job, always give 110%. And if whoever you're working for isn't appreciating it, somebody's watching. Right. Because there's not one successful business here, business in Iowa that isn't always looking for high-performing talent. Absolutely. What I've always admired about uh, schools, and not, no, in, in addition to our teachers who are just our lifeblood with regards to um, supporting our students and getting them ready for um, graduation, um, are our counselors. They're, they're a, a critical um, part of um, helping our students and families think about post-secondary planning. And I think that you've recognized that by applying for and getting the grant to pay for um, 
some positions that uh, were newly hired last year called the CCTC. CCTC stands for College College Career Transition Counselor. Can you tell our listeners um, why um, that was really important for you to bring to DMAC and what they do for not only DMAC, but more importantly, our students? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I, ch- I chair the Counselor Engagement Kid Committee of the Governor's STEM Council. So I work with uh, the K-12 counselors throughout the state they are lifesavers. I mean, they do a great job with a lot of mental health, uh, discipline, registration, et cetera. Uh, but clearly all the K-12s realized that there needed to be more support for the college and career planning aspect of that work. The Department of Education in Iowa came out with some grants last year uh, to, to provide part of the funding, startup funding for college and career transition counselors. DMAC received one of those grants to hire one counselor. We went ahead and hired eight. Right. Uh, because there's such a demand from the area schools to, to get this kind of support into the into their high schools. Now, the college and career transition counselors primarily work with juniors and seniors that are beginning to pl- serious about planning their college and career transitioning. Uh, they're DMAC employees, but they're not there to recruit for DMAC. They're there to help students take do their FAFSA, no matter where they want to go. We want to help them get there in the easiest possible way. But statewide, about one-third of high school graduates are not going on to college, so the transition counselors will naturally spend a lot of time with those one-third that probably don't have the kind of support or experience to know what to do and how to do it. Right. And we want to make success easier than failure. Right. So, And again, the more education you have right now, uh, the better you're likely to be not only in the short term but in the long term. And so that's why the partnership between our district and DMAC is so vital. And so there's a on one level, there's a partnership with regards to programming, academic programming for our students. But then when, when we go down a level, there's a, a partnership around how we're actually supporting our kids um, with our counselors in our schools, but then in partnership with the CCTC. Um, from DMAC that we partner with uh, yes. for the benefit of um, our, our students. I'm, I'm also excited because our school board uh, in, in, in the winter approved a post-secondary specialist position that will also be able to partner with not only our counselors, but then also with the CCTC around this idea of post-secondary planning to have more alignment um, for um, the work ahead. And what I really appreciate um, about what you just said is um, the CCTC isn't being used as a recruitment tool for DMAC. Um, what's been very clear to me um, with um, speaking with you and some of the CTCCs that you've um, hired is that you're interested in setting kids up for success post-graduating from high school. And it's just really vital that our, our listeners understand that Post-secondary readiness can mean multiple things for that student and families that are that are planning for their 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 child uh, to graduate in high school. Well, I want to congratulate you on the development of your new strategic plan. I mean, it is a game changer, uh, and in the end, it's what's good for kids, and it's not just what what's good for them now. It's what's good for them long term. And we know that uh, if a student leaves us and goes on to, a, to the workforce or goes on to Iowa State or wherever, the, whoever they go to has a right to expect them to have the technical expertise. But we also want them to be well-rounded. Right. We understand the employability skills, the soft skills that are important so that they can not only be a success, they can be promoted. 
And again, as we tell everyone, education doesn't stop. Take advantage of all the professional developments you can. If your company's paying for tuition, get into a program because right. long-term, there will be an opportunity that comes in front of you. That, that you and, and if you're not, if you don't have the skills or the preparation, they'll pass you by and go to somebody else. So make sure you're the one that everybody looks to as the hard worker. You know, you do what you say you're going to do. You do it in a timely manner. And you keep learning right. uh, because it will pay off. And as, as I tell everybody, you know, s bad things happen to everybody, but long-term things tend to work out for the best. And every time I've had a dis disappointment in the long-term, had I gotten what I really wanted them, I wouldn't be where I am today. And I, I'm where I want to be right now. Absolutely. And I, and I think that that's why uh, you mentioned the strategic plan. We, dream, we, 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 we had the opportunity to dream a lot. Um, during that uh, strategic planning process and think about the future. And, again, it made me think about Future Ready Iowa because, um, you know, from the state um, down to the city and then down to our, our local um, school board, we're really forced to think about, you know, what are the jobs of the future? You know, what will industry demand and how, we can, how can we support our state and city with regards to um, the type of um, – citizens that we're going to be graduating from Ankeny Community School District to support um, our city and, and state. And so when we think about the jobs of the future, I know that you've you've brought on some new programs, I, I believe solar and wind. Can you, can you tell our listeners about those programs and, and you know where do you see industry going as far as where the jobs will be leading us? Well, we're fortunate because every one of our programs has an advisory committee of the businesses that hire students out of those programs. Mm. So when a business tells us we need a new major a new certificate, a new competency, you know, we can do it tomorrow. I mean, because we've got the faculty and staff that know that we have to be current. We're in a very disruptive and competitive environment, right. and we do not intend to come in second. Uh, so we work very hard. But you, you talked about wind. We've uh, got a new solar program that we're very excited about. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got a, we, we teach the entire nation's transportation security uh, administration. All the screeners at the airport in the 440 airports throughout the United States, they get their, their homeland security training through DMACC. Wow. Uh, we you know we the, the entire country right we're, and that's something we're very proud of and the TSA is so happy with the work that we're doing that if one of their screeners does not have a two-year degree but would like it TSA will pay for it right so it's uh, but again the the agents have to take the opportunity take the initiative to enroll in the programs we just had graduation last week a TSA agent from Baltimore Maryland and one from Midland Texas they drove wow 14 to 20 hours to be here for graduation just so they could be recognized it is that important right. uh, to to recognize the the accomplishments and successes that we have yeah and so we, we talked a lot about our partnership um, between the district and DMAC. Um, what excites you when you think about the future, about our partnership and how we might potentially expand that um, in the future? Well, what excites me is that uh, nobody draws a line in the sand. We, number one, we're true partners with, with Ankeny Schools. Uh, number two, you guys are innovative and leading the way, so it's fun for us to be a part of an exciting movement uh, where there really are no boundaries. I mean, we're trying to figure out together what can we do for kids right. and if we help those young people uh, we're helping the businesses and communities uh, where our students will work and live so I mean that's what's exciting and, and we probably even haven't thought of the best idea yet 
Uh, but we need to be continuing to look nationally at where are the best practices, and then we need to copy them and make them better. Right. And so we, we talked a lot about opportunities for our, our, our students that are currently in our district. What about our, what about the adults, the the parents? You know, what opportunities are there for our parents who may be interested in moving into a different industry, changing careers? You know, how you know what's offered to the adults that um, aren't in school right now? Well, our average age at DMAC is twenty eight, so we've got a lot of parents that are coming back to us uh, for new careers uh, in, in in whatever area. And right. again. Uh, if it's one of the 50 high demand areas, the last dollar scholarship will kick in. We give away over $2 million a year in scholarships through our foundation. We can never guarantee that it, things will be free, but they're going to be the lowest possible cost to get you the maximum benefit. So uh, one of our areas of growth are people who want to cha change jobs. Right. The whole pandemic really caused a lot of people to, to reconsider what they want to do with their lives. Uh, so they're contacting us now and either part-time or full-time coming back uh, for a new career. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's, and, and it's good to have older adults in the same classroom with young kids just coming out of high school because they all contribute to each other's knowledge base. And, and the more experiences we bring into the classroom, the better it is for the faculty member and for all the students. And so I've had an, uh, um, an opportunity to walk your campus, um, drive through your campus, um, beautiful um, um, campus that you've developed over the over the years and so I think that what uh, some students and parents may not realize you, you have some really nice student housing and so for for those students um, out there and parents that think about uh, community college where I really don't want my, my, my child at home when they go to college you know what does housing look like and um, how do they learn more about that at DMAC well uh, go to the DMAC website and just type in uh, in housing we do not own any of the housing around the Ankeny campus it's all privately owned there uh, we've got great relationships one of the housing units is actually on our campus but we don't own it okay uh, and it, but it, it again they're these are very nice these aren't the kind of apartments <laughs> that, that I went through lived right. in when I went to college I mean they're very very nice but they're very very uh, close and affordable uh, in the on our Boone campus we actually own the housing there because that's where all of our athletic programs are and so a lot of our athletes needed uh, more convenient housing but yeah, we, uh, a lot of our students do drive in and out. We've got large parking lots. You don't have trouble finding a space. But again, we've got about probably 12 to 1,400 students that could live uh, within very, very close walking distance of our Ankeny right. campus. And so we're drawing near to the end of the school year, and um, you know, we we may have some students that um, may not have um, applied to any colleges, may not be sure about what they want to do uh, when they graduate for whatever reason. And so for those families that may have a student that ha don't uh, that uh, may not have plans for um, post-graduation from high school, you know, what would you suggest they do with regards to cons considering DMAC as an option uh, during that transition? Well, I think, first of all, talking to the College and Career Transition Counselor that is uh, – that will be on the on the uh, Ankeny schools. Uh, I think that would be the first stop. We are extremely close. Just drive over and walk into Building One, which is our kind of our student services building, and ask to see an advisor or counselor. Uh, we'll give you a tour of the campus. You know, we have got an unbelievably successful and amazing student center uh, with Trail Point Aquatics and Wellness. 
You know, you go to many college and universities, you'll spend several hundred dollars a term, whether you use their rec center or not. For any of our students that are uh, take six credits or more, it's free. And wow. it is a beautiful facility. Uh, and again, we've got lots of uh, meeting space, et cetera. So it's, it, it's, it's not your grandfather's community college. Right. I mean, it's a, we're, we're, always try, we're always wanting to be better, right. but we're in pretty good shape. And so, again, the, sometimes for, for families that you know, may not have any uh, members of their uh, family that attended college, yep. um, the, the application process can sometimes be intimidating or um, understanding FAFSA can be really intimidating. And so can you tell our listeners and students out there that um, about the application process and what they could expect? Yes. Uh, again, it's on our website. It's very simple. And I spend a lot of time meeting with students throughout the, the year. And my first question is, how hard was it for you to get into DMACC? And they all tell me that compared to the other applications they see, ours is pretty simple. But again, if you've got any problems, just either call us or drop by building one and talk to somebody because mm. it's in our best interest to help you get in. A lot of our students decide at the last minute. Sometimes, you know, you're busy with life and all of a sudden you realize it's August and you haven't made a decision. Stop out. We will get you in. Okay. Uh, and some of our programs uh, have waiting lists, but, you know, that's just a matter of getting in, getting the prerequisites done and getting yourself in line to get into those great jobs. And, that, and I think that's really important for our listeners to understand that at any point um, that you want to learn more about DMAC, I've heard it multiple times since we've been talking, Building One <laughs> is the place to go if you want to learn more about DMAC, and it's not too late for anyone out there to come apply. And I believe that there there's still um, opportunities to apply for the Last Dollar Scholar. Oh, absolutely. For our students, correct? That's true. And we start summer term May 24th. It's still, there's still time to get in. And, and again, you know, we know that you've got a lot of things you're dealing with in your life. So we will bend over backwards to help make sure that we are not one of those barriers. I mean, right. we want you, we want to get you started. So uh, get started, take a course or two or full-time. Uh, we'll help you find the money, uh, scholarships, awards, last dollar scholarships, et cetera. Uh, and it's, as I tell all of our graduates, uh, if you ever run into an issue, you don't know who else to call, call us. Right. I mean, we've got people, and very likely we've dealt with the particular issue that's facing you. Yeah, and I would beat myself up if I didn't ask you this question. Um, earlier this year, I had an opportunity to um, a, a attend an event where I think it was a five-course or six-course <laughs> meal by French chefs. Can you talk about the opportunities around culinary arts on the DMAC campus? Because you have, have a beautiful facility. Well, Dennis Albaugh, Dennis and Susan Albaugh gave us a lead gift several years ago for us to do a major expansion of our culinary arts program. It is a trademark program called the Iowa Col Culinary Institute. Uh, if you go into any restaurant throughout central Iowa, always ask if there's a DMAC chef in the ki kitchen. Generally there is, and as I say, if not, you should leave. Uh, but we've got great faculty. We have gourmet dinners, seven courses, all with well, seven courses. I can yeah, <laughs> with matched adult beverages. Yes. Uh, you were at one of our French chef exchanges. Yes. Uh, yesterday, 30 people got on planes to fly to, f to fly to France. 
I, eight, I didn't get that invite, Rob. Well, what's it, going on? Eight of them were scholarship graduates okay. of our culinary okay. program, and the others were uh, donors to the college. They'll spend two weeks in in France traveling around. They'll have dinner at uh, Versailles, and then the students will stay for another three weeks working in French restaurants. Wow. And that is one of the amazing things about our program. And if you look at the word ICI, that's French for here, uh, and we're very, very proud. We bring French chefs to, to DMAC in January for a couple of weeks to work with our students. Mm-hmm. We have a number of very good dinners, that uh, one of which you, were at, you, you attended. And then we send uh, students and some of our donors go, go with them to go to France in May. Man, it, it, it was a beautiful event, um, and I was really impressed. What I, I was actually impressed by, the uh, there were students there that supported the event as servers. And well, our first-year students serve, the second-year students are the chefs, and they all get their turn. Right, and um, at the end, when they introduced themselves, not all of the students came from Ankeny. They, they were not only from, um, from all over the state, but we had some students from outside the state coming here specifically for the culinary program, which I thought was really impressive. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, all, all over the United States, and every year we'll get several from overseas. And so as you think about, as I think about your career, and you know, I read your bio um, earlier, um, you've accomplished a lot um, with DMAC. Um, is there anything you feel that you've uh, yet to do um, as president of DMAC? Well, it, it's an ongoing process. Uh, we, we are working hard to do new kinds of programming to make it easier for students to get through DMAC. Mm. The coursework's going to be hard enough. We want to make sure that all, as you said, the application process, the payment processes, the housing, and everything else. If a student needs uh, academic support or mental health counseling, we have free tutoring available. Uh, we want to just make sure that we've got the best possible. Uh, programs and opportunities for the students that come through DMAC. And we need to continue to do more on the work-based learning. You know, I want many students in high school, even juniors and seniors, need to work or want to work uh, for part-time jobs, et cetera. Our goal is to help them find part-time jobs in the area that they may want to major in when they come to DMAC or go to a university and then a kind of job they want when they complete their degrees. Uh, So... we met you and I. We met with Acumold, uh, Acumold Scholars Program. We want more Ankeny students to understand what Acumold is like, absolutely, and all the support they could get and understand that is a great. It's not a good job. It is a great job. It is. So uh, we we just need to do a, a, an even better job of getting information to these students. And then um, th- this this idea of again post secondary planning. Um, so if I'm a parent, I'm listening to this um, this episode. You know. When does post-secondary planning start for parents, and what should they be encouraging their children to do um, while they're in school to prepare for life after high school? Well, I I just think to support them in their in their academics in high school, be engaged, understand what courses they're taking, and kind of what the sequencing is. You know, help them with their math and STEM, science, technology, engineering, math is a big deal. Mm-hmm. I tell my grandchildren, if you can do math, you can do anything, and it is important. Right. So help them as they uh, improve their math skills, but also talk to them about the opportunities that may be available. Uh, help them get involved in student organizations. Leadership development and leadership experiences are important. Right. Uh, you know, if, if they're involved in a club, be active in the club. 
And of course, the parents' job is to go to the, the, to the events and support the kids and really celebrate their accomplishments. Uh, but I, I think the earlier you sit down with your, your young person, which should be middle school, to begin to talk about what, do you, what might you want to do. And you may go through 10 different things before they land on the one that they're going to go into when they're in their freshman year at college. Right. You know, I started out to be a veterinary. You know, that didn't happen. Right. I ended up being a trial lawyer, yeah. and then a, I was a truck driver for a while, and then a trial lawyer, and now I'm a college president. Right. You never know. No. <laughs> but, I, but I kept working academically uh, to, as I had opportunities to make sure that I was prepared when the opportunity came. And as I've learned more about DMAC, um, it's just amazing the amount of supports that are provided to the students that uh, attend uh, your college. And so you, you talked briefly about work-based learning. Can you also mention um, how you support students with identifying apprenticeships or internships or job shadowing opportunities um, if, if they choose to attend your, your uh, college? Absolutely. Uh, we do have a career planning and placement operation. It's very small because our students generally don't have time or don't have a hard time finding jobs because there's such a demand right now. We've got navigators that work with students to help them in their areas. We've got navigators in every program that can say, okay, if you, if you want to work, here's some opportunities. But most important, the companies that are on our advisory committees, I mean, one of the benefits they get by being on an advisory committee is to getting to know the students that are in those programs. Mm -hmm. And they are generally talking to those students early on about opportunities with their specific company. So, and, so again, right now, the market is very, very good for anybody that wants to improve themselves. Wow. Uh, again, I, I continue to learn more about DMAC and get excited about um, our partnership and the future that awaits us as far as, as we think about um, what Ankeny Community School District might look like 5, 10, 20 years from now. And so I want to thank our special guest, uh, Rob Denson with Des Moines Area Community College, for joining us uh, on this episode of We Are Ankeny. I'd also like to thank you for listening to us talk about post-secondary planning. Join us next time for information on new strategic plan and the graduate profile. Thank you. We are Ankeny. Thank you for listening to the We Are Ankeny podcast, the official podcast of Ankeny Community Schools.